Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. This is your host, Good Luck Chuck. We back at it again with another episode. Coming back from St. Joe, our very first trip of the year in St. Joe. And but we have a first timer on the cast here, and we'll get to her in a minute to talk about her experience. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. Um, first off, I'm gonna introduce the panel. Top right hand corner is my guy country, and the bottom of the screen is our homegirl Kylie. Boogie will be joining us uh, whenever. So, <laughs> but let's let's go ahead and start off with our training camp experience yesterday. Uh, we're gonna start off with you, Kylie, because uh, as this was your first time ever going to training camp, so give us a rundown of how how your experience was and you know what you saw out there, just in general. Oh man, it was a great time. First and foremost, had a great time. Uh, we got there, I think gates opened at like 8.45, so we showed up a little early. We got there like 8.15, 8.20, and we waited in line. There was a long line to get in, a little intimidating, but I felt like it really went pretty quick once they opened the gates, so that wasn't so bad. Um, it was awesome. You know, you kind of walk in, and there's a cool kid zone, which I don't have children, didn't bring children, but it's nice that they have all those activities for the kids to do. Um, keep the kids entertained some fun games they had you know the NFL shop there the chief shop there so lots of merch you could buy um, I had to restrain myself because I would probably buy everything in the tent um, if I didn't already own it but uh, yeah so we walked through you know they've got concessions like we mentioned but then also being there we like kind of sat up on the lawn had some really great seats uh, it was dope uh, Got to watch them do some scrimmage. Got to see Pat throw some balls to Sky Moore. Got to see, uh, I was impressed with Sky Moore probably was my standout. Um, I saw him down there. He was doing punt returns. Uh, looked real good there. Uh, Fortson had a day. I know he left a little early with an injury, which we'll need to get to later because I'm not sure what the update is with that. But um, highlight of the day, left, right before we left, got to do some uh they broke off and did some autograph signings and I got to meet Chris Jones and that was awesome. Like there were so many people around and I really was like, Oh, he's not going to make it to us. He's only going to do a couple. The guy was so great. He stuck around. He signed everybody's autograph. He had conversations. He was doing videos. Um, he was really interacting with everybody, just an all around stand up guy. I obviously walked away with butterflies a little bit on cloud nine. I was just like, did I just meet Chris Jones? Um, huge guy. Huge. I was just blown away by the, the whole thing. So it was great. I recommend going and I learned a lot in next season or next year. I'll, I've got some notes now. So so that's what's up, yo. Yeah. Uh, Boogie, welcome to the show, man. What's going on, hey, But but yeah, um, but yeah, Scott Moore, he a dog, he a beast, uh, for sure. And I've told you for the longest time, look, man, I understand we signed MVS for a, a more than one year. You know, we only got Juju for one year for now. Uh, McCole's on his contract year, but I said for the longest, like Scott Moore is at least gonna be wide receiver three before week one. And then it's just gonna go. Then we just gonna go from there as far as him getting targets and stuff. Like before he, week he one, talent off the field. What's up, bud? You said before week one. I, I believe so. Ooh, okay. I'm saying it right now. I'm standing on is it right now. Bold prediction. I like it. Yeah, you, you a little early for the bold prediction show, Jason. I mean, yeah, but at, at the same time, <laughs> I I know we about to get into the past. I, just, I know I see a few teams. 
they started to put the pads on and stuff. So I assume we're going to be doing that soon as well. And we really about to see um, the boys from the men as far as the pads go. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Kyle, I'm glad you had a great time. Uh, it was great meeting you in person for the first time, you know. Um, yeah. got to hear y'all a bit afterwards at the camp and stuff, meeting you in book. Kylie's a lot time. taller in person than she is on camera. She is. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm a little tall. I'm 5'9", for those curious, for the for the listeners, 5'9". <laughs> um, no, it was so great to meet you guys. I had such a great time hanging with you guys there, talking football, and then afterwards we got to hang out and grab some food. It was great. You guys are all awesome. What a day, still on cloud nine. It was a great day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's definitely ready, Robert. I think he's ready for sure. I think he's definitely ready to make an impact. Um, but, but yeah, man, like, but, Bug, man, let's get, bro, let's get your perspective, Bug. Like, let's get your perspective on what you saw yesterday at camp and who stood out for you. I, I thought it was the same sky. Sky, of course, like, him, his beating off the line scrimmage, how he gets off the line, I thought that was what he did the best out of college. But I wasn't sure he was going to be able to do that in the NFL. Then, like we said last episode, I seen his legs last week. Then seeing him in person this week, he looked like he's getting better every week. So, Scott definitely looked good. Like she said, Forson looked good. Uh, Pacino? Pacheco. Pacheco. He pretty big, too. He looked all right. Uh, Karloftis, I thought he did good on those one-on-ones. I was checking him out. So, I think we're cool. And, well, just for this week, I ain't going to say that. I know we're going to get into that. But, of course, next week in training camp, we're going to get some more help. So, I think we I think we look pretty good, man. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, for what I saw from Sky so far, Sky, he knows how to adjust to the ball, too. He can adjust to any pass thrown his way. Um, and he's been cooking against the ones too. It ain't just the twos. Like he got promoted a little bit to go up against the ones, and he was doing his thing against the ones too. I seen uh he caught a pass over the middle against Legarius Sneed. Um, he beat him on a little uh cross on the inside. So yeah, and then you saw that uh contested catch he had against Justin Reed when uh Duffy when McDuffie passed it off to Reed from the cover. So. Yeah, and you you know how it is with training camp. You don't want to buy in too much right. if it's somebody doing good. But if they're doing bad, you don't want to buy too much either. So it's like I want to see McDuffie. I, I still want to see him get better. We mm-hmm. know what his expectations is this year. But him and Williams, man, he was looking pretty cool too, man. I'm impressed with him. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. was excited about him before training camp started. I really wasn't for real. But after a couple of days of training camp, I'm like what I see out of him, so. I want to see what's up with him and Finn. I want to see what's up yeah. when you get a different team and some more reps. So I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Though. Yeah. Hey, Williams, Williams is long and lanky. Man. For sure. Like, he might be able to tie his shoes standing straight up. Like, and everybody was saying it before the offseason, too. But it's like when you see it, you're like, damn, man. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the update on Finn, though? Like, is he gonna miss a significant amount of time this season? He had the shoulder. He had the shoulder, so right. He had surgery. Um, I think he should get in before they leave St. Joe, though. I don't think he's he, he, his shoulder surgery was 
couple months ago, I think. So maybe he's just rehabbing it. He, he was there because I seen him uh, uh, stand on the sideline. So he's in St. Joe. So we'll see how long it takes him to get off the pup list. Yeah, I do like you better that. hurry up though because Joshua Williams is coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coming. for sure. Yeah, so, yeah, let me ask y'all this. Um, like I heard this on the uh, heard this on the ship earlier today. Shout out to Darren Smith and Jay Tuff for doing that thing on there. Um, they raised this question, like you know, the way Joshua Williams been showing out of camp so far. Even though we haven't got to the patch yet, you know, if he uh keeps showing out, you know, once they get to the patch and stuff, like does raise the question, like, if Fenton doesn't get back in time before the season starts and Joshua Williams is balling in the preseason, like, do you – is the do, – do they consider starting two rookies on the outside, like, with Duffy and Josh Williams and Snee, with uh, Snead in the slot? Like, is that, like, a real consideration? I think Fenton did good last year, but he didn't do good enough to where he just guaranteed the starting spot. Like, if Williams mm-hmm. legit looked like the best corner, then mm-hmm. shit, he need to play. McDuffie, I can see, he mm-hmm. a first-round pick. He yeah. should get one because of that. But Yeah, he's going to be out there regardless. He's not guaranteed anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was just like, you know, if um if the Chiefs do go that route with the rookies, I'm like, it is what it is. Like, you play your best talent. Like, is it going to be yeah. some growing pains early on possibly? Yeah, it could be, depending on the matchup. But – you know, like I said, the only way you're going to get better is if you get more reps. I don't know. I just keep thinking about last season and every time I thought Bolton should have been out there and he wasn't. And I just hope that those aren't the same decisions I see this season when it in regards to Fenton or Williams or whoever. Spags better not get us. No, we can't do that again this year. You know? <laughs> yeah, <Right>. I know. <laughs> hey, you know what stood out in camp a lot too is not a lot of people saying it. The the rookies and the second-year players, the way they stepping up. Those are a lot of people that people say who looks good. They're naming Bolton and Williams and people that were last year's rookies and this year's rookies are coming out a lot, a lot more than it's just, you know, well, you know, Pat looked good. and You know, well, of course he looked good. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to hear the depth in the, in the rookies that we brought in this last couple of drafts. Or turn it head. Y'all yes. didn't put that up there, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, I know that was an accident. But uh, <laughs> relax, that was an accident. Now, Willie Gay looked good, too. Yeah, Willie mm-hmm. Gay looked good. Willie Gay uh, was out there in coverage a couple times. We've seen him. Um, uh, we pointed out Noah Gray a couple times. Yeah. He, he looked like he was doing something. Hey, so, Willie Gay looked better than 60 overall on Madden. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gonna make a big jump in the Madden race this year. Right. <laughs> that was that was so disrespectful. 60, bro. Come on now. That was that was disrespectful. He should have been at least high seventies, man. Almost a eighty. But it'll get there, bro. Don't worry about it, Willie. It'll get there. Man, that game um, just, that game been a joke for like a decade or so. Yeah. Here we go. See? I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't bought it, so how would you know? What you mean? I've seen You ain't bought the game, so how would you know? I've seen enough gameplay over the past few years. When have you played the game? Just because Boogie played one way don't mean I played the same way. 
Listen, it's been a minute since I played Madden. I probably ain't played Madden since like a decade. I don't know, 18. <laughs> yeah. So how would you know? You know, you were soon. Dude. I, don't, I get started, man, don't get me started, bro. Don't get me started about Madden. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, slip. No, nah, that's bad. <laughs> well, country said I can't say cap. He said I'm old. I can't say that young stuff. I won't say that. <laughs> I'm not going to lose, though. What? You can say whatever you want. Don't let country tell you when you can't. You can say that. Cody! Don't call him old. I'm older than him! But you say whatever you want. Oh, God. Yeah, Nick Bowles look good, too. Man. Nick Bowles gonna shock a lot of people. But, fam, Nick, Leo Chanel wants to hit somebody so bad, dude. Like, he oh, really wants to hit wait. somebody so bad, like, he is antsy to, to put the pads on, put a lick on somebody before a trade game is over with. <laughs> who was that? Who who caught the ball and then Leo broke on him so fast? Was that uh, Cody Coleman, I think it was? Yeah, my uh, Eddie, Eddie, shout out to Eddie at uh, KCM or K, K, KCSN, whatever. Uh, he posted a video of Cody Coleman catching it, Leo. Like drunk, and if it would have been, if it would have been a live game, Corey Cumble, <laughs> Corey coming, not only would he have fumbled, <laughs> he might have been taken out of the game, like on a stretcher. Because Leo was like, it would have been a blind, it would have been a, a disaster for, for, for him. Do y'all have Corey Coleman making the team right now? I see no. him doing punts. No, I don't think so. No, you should. I think I heard it was. See, people were saying it was Josh Gordon, but I heard it was Corey Coleman. Though. I don't know. We can, we can go back and check, though. Yeah, uh, we're not doing roster. We're not doing the roster yet. But uh, Cornell Powell might make the roster. I was going to ask about him. I heard some stuff last week, but I didn't really see much on Saturday. Did anyone else see anything Saturday? I, I got to go look again. But uh, from what I was hearing, he's, he's been under the radar. So we'll see. I mean, when we do our 53 roster, it's going to be it's gonna be some arguments because it's not going to be running back, wide receiver, cornerback. It's not going to be just – it's not locked. Like, it's going to be some people that make – for real. It's, it's gonna be a challenge. Yeah. Um what's what's that uh yeah, Cornell Powell, I mean I know he's been he's been regressing quite a bit in this camp and he could be somebody that's sneaky. Uh you know, we gotta see when we put when they when they put the pads on, you know what I mean? And <laughs> we'll go from there as far as that goes. <laughs> but let, I wanna talk about Frank Clark's press conference. Uh, oh, before we get there, before we get there, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We did see uh, Michael Burton make a play, and he was, like, running his ass off to the end zone. Yeah. You remember that play? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was like, yo, Burton, like, screaming for Burton. But he, I, I forgot what play it was or who even threw him the ball, but he was, like, really running hard to get to the end zone. It was, it was hilarious. I love the commitment. Yeah. 
What happened to Chuck? Oh, God. Here we go. Chuck with the bad internet. So, anyway, uh, Frank Chuck Clark. country internet. Come on. I need to call him. Y'all know the job. Y'all know what you got to do, man. <laughs> uh, so, uh, before he's going to get into Frank Clark's uh, press conference. Um, yo. That was interesting, though. Hold on. I'm be- I haven't seen this. Go on. I mean, I didn't see this yet. Okay, I watched bits and pieces, and I kind of I haven't watched the entire thing, but love the honesty. Um, I think Frank Frank is not only saying what he knows we need to hear, but I think he believes in it, and I think it's very believable. And I believed everything he said. Um, he talked about him and Andy Reid going there over his take last year, and neither one of them thought it was up to standard. And none of us did. Nobody in this room thought he was up to standard. Um, he talked about drinking since college. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, and he stopped drinking. Hey, country, what did he say? What was the exact quote he said with, about the play last year? He said, Andy Reid said, I. I know you a good player, but you didn't show that last year. Yeah, yeah, it was paraphrasing yes. a little bit, but yeah, it was yes. something to that. It was something to that effect of yeah. like you're a good player, but you didn't you didn't show us that last year. You know what I'm saying? He didn't. And Frank, to his credit, was like, "Yo, I was a little over shape. I was a little out of shape. I was uh, playing heavy. I wasn't as fast as I normally am." And I think Boogie probably brought that up. Eight nine times last season, he's not as quick off the ball as he usually is. So uh, he took a lot of credit. He took a lot of accountability. Uh, like I said, I love his honesty. He was very probably a little honest about his situations, and uh, you want to see that. And he's been working with George every day after practice. Country, this, for all you people, real leadership, man. That's real yeah. leadership. And for all the people who just say, well, Frank never does anything, and he's not this, stop being stupid. Frank Clark knows the game. Like, you don't have to follow Frank Clark off the field. But on the field, he's a great leader on the field. Like, he should be following what he should teach his knowledge of the game to George. He's going to make George better. And if you look at the practices, George looks better every day, and he's working with Frank every day. So if you don't think that's good for George, then, I mean, I think you might be an idiot, for real. Seriously. But hell of a a press conference. We haven't heard from Frank Clark. We didn't hear from last year, none. Did he do any press last year? Um, He probably did, like, one time, maybe. That was it. When? I don't even remember. At the uh, end of the year, he did it right before that Chargers game, didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. Because he started talking about those Chargers. He said something about them Chargers. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, man, like, with Frank, man, I'm I'm definitely glad that he's working with George Carlottis. And you know what's funny? You know what's funny about that? He mentioned how um, he's been uh, working with GK3 at the practice and stuff. And he showed him like a move, like you showed him how to get off the ball quick. And then, you know, when George finally got it, you know, as far as like getting off the ball quick, 
Uh, he went up to Frank Clark, and Frank Clark was trying to get a breather and stuff. And he was like, bro, bro, I did it. I did it. And then Frank was like, whoa. <laughs> Frank got scared for a minute. He was like, okay, okay, that's what's up, cool. <laughs> I thought that was funny during the press conference or whatever. I have about how George got excited, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. that he learned something from Frank and he got it down packed, so. So, so, so this is fair. This is fair, D man. How many times are we gonna fall for Frank Clark? But I think the difference is like you clearly can see the difference. Like he looks different. He looks yeah. in shape. He looks motivated. You can hear it. Like you know what I'm saying. It's a difference between falling for it and and he not saying that, but he really said it. Like bro, like I'm gonna fall for it. I'm, I'm I'm falling for it right now. Like I'm falling for it. So yeah. At the if six weeks from now we all looking at it like, yeah, Frank Clark, man, he's doing nothing again. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> if it's just more consistent, it doesn't have to be great. If Frank Clark ended up with nine sacks this season, I'm in it. I'm interested in re-signing Frank Clark. Look. Right now. Okay. For how much? Now that's a different question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to give him another hundred million dollars. But no. If if we can find something to work with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is he a fifteen, sixteen million dollar player? It would definitely have to be team team friendly. <laughs> if we do if we're giving him fifteen a year, it three year extension, maybe 30 total. How much is he making now? I don't know. We'll have to. The numbers got to work out. What's up? Man? I ain't seen that name in a long time. What's up, bro? What's up, Nick? But, man, what's up, Nick? Clark too, man. After he told me that this training camp the other day, man, I'm, I'm all in on Frank Clark, man. Okay. So, so quickly go over the, the Frank Clark <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah. I no. know, um, I know right now. I know he signed like a, a two year thirty point one million dollar contract with a four point five million dollar sign bonus, eight point two million guaranteed, and his salary's like uh Smith over fifteen million. So yeah. Something like that again, yeah. Okay. Okay, so if he got nine sacks this year and uh, a lot of pressures, hurries, nine sacks, would you would you be worth 16? Is that worth 16? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's about there. I think I mean, we need double. Do, I think I need 10. But he does a good job, like, setting the edge, too, like, against the run. He's pretty solid against the run. So. Okay, okay, let's preface this with this. If he gets nine and a half and George gets seven, is that worth sixteen million? I don't know if I want to go up sixteen, man. I I like where he at now, but okay. I, I like the right. veteran leadership, but we got to take team friendly deals now from Frank Clark. We kind of okay. So 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 here's what we gonna do. Just like we did Orlando Brown, as he made his twenty million yet, we gonna start Frank at nine million, and we every week we gonna say. What, what number we think Frank at with the goal of 16. Uh, so Frank's the new case study. I just Frank's don't know if I want to commit long-term to Frank Clark like I am Orlando Brown now. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Clark is what? 20... He's, 20, he's 29. Okay. 29? Frank Clark's 29. Yeah. Okay. There's no way. If Carloptis, if Carloptis has seven and Frank Clark has nine and a half, and you're going to see the potential out of Carloptis grab another young D defensive end, I don't think you signed Frank to $16 million. I think it'd have to be it have to be lower than that and team friendly. Like we got said. two more years of Frank Clark, right? Yeah, another. Yeah, year. I'll let him this play year and next year. Yeah, let him yeah. play his deal out there. We don't got to. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. That right now, that might be a better if 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 Frank got nine sacks this year, would you let him finish the deal? Like that yes. that might be a better question than yes, sixteen million. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Appreciate it. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, that's a lot. That's a lot. But Ooh, could you imagine? That's a lot. That? <laughs> that's yeah, a that's a lot. Yeah. I think we had him at like four. But if he can get seven, that means. But if he can get seven, that means Dunlap's putting putting in work. Jones is putting in work, and Frank is putting in work. Where he can either clean up some stuff that's going on and all this stuff. And if we get another defensive tackle, because I think I still think we need somebody else to put it alongside Chris. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. I remember I remember a poll that you did, country, earlier this week. Um, this was after the Carlos Dunlap signing. We'll get to them in a minute. But you were saying, like, I think you said um the pops were are you guys set? Are you done? Are we done? Need one more piece, or are you just like you're never gonna be satisfied. Because <laughs> so, so. yeah, I think I think the I think the the option at one was like people saying that the Chiefs need one more piece on the defense mm-hmm. line, so they think mm-hmm. like we still need somebody next to Chris Jones. I mean, so what's your guys' opinion about that? Since we're talking I, deep line, I th- I think. If we can get one more defensive tackle to rotate in, yep, I think that would be that would be that would be it for me. But I'm so where we was two weeks ago to now, it's night and day. You know what I'm saying? It was like a D minus. Now we had a, a C plus B minus type range. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Dunlap was like getting 100% on the final, you know, it pushed the grade up a lot, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I think we still need one more piece. Uh, and Dominic and Sue is still out there. Uh, who else is the other? Sheldon Richardson is still out there. So, there's still some talent out there. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Kind of took all the words right out of my mouth. But, um, I mean, Carlos Dunlap, that was very helpful as far as the depth concerns. Um, one more piece would be ideal to really make me feel comfortable. Like if someone goes down, like do we have the depth pieces to have someone else fill in? Because on any given day, I mean, we got to stay healthy. Right now we're lean. We have to stay healthy. So another piece would make me feel a little bit better about that. I think we're cool, man. We could always improve at any position, but I think we didn't put enough into the D-line now. We got to start utilizing them sources in that secondary a little bit too. Especially if Williams is not ready to start this year. I mean, Fenton is cool, but I'm, I wasn't a big Fenton fan anyway, so I think we would need something else in the secondary more than anything. 
So would you give if Sue came and said, "Yo, I want to join three million, four million. Oh yeah, for sure. If Sue, mm-hmm. somebody I want on my team, man. I don't like when we go against Sue, but he's a guy that you'll love if he's on your team. I'll he's kind of like that Kevin system. Garnett. He's like that Kevin Garnett. Like you hate him when he doesn't play with you, play for you. <laughs> but if he did play for you, you would love him. Like those antics that he does." When he's playing against you, you'd be like, man, this guy. But I think, would you love it? Would he Would he destroy a locker room, though? No. I, no, I don't think so. Because, like, yeah. look, no. what Sue has done throughout his career, like, when he's, like, he's past his prime, of course, but he's still a very effective defensive tackle. Like, I think I said it on the show before, when Aaron Donald had his best season as a pass rusher at D-tackle, that's when he had the 20-and-a-half sacks because Sue was there to uh, open things up. Sue can play like uh, four or five different techniques on the defensive line and open it up for the other defensive tackle or the defensive lineman to open to uh, and, and plus the comment. That's a real yeah. comment right there. That is a real comment. I agree, Robert. Robert the Bruce. I agree. <laughs> I don't want to see what the Raiders either. No. <laughs> Oh, uh, when y'all talking about the goddamn helmets, man, yeah, leave. Like, the helmets are just fine. <laughs> from what, from what, from what Clark Hunt said, and I know we're gonna get the Dunlap, but from what Clark Hunt said, they're not gonna change the jersey, man. They're not. They're, they, they, they love tradition. If they go back to a jersey, it's gonna be one of them old school jerseys. It might be the one with the, the Texans on the side, like the. But, Besides that, and those jerseys were actually dope. I love those. They could bring those back right now, and I'm all for that. But it's not going to be anything drastic, bro. I, I doubt it. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. I'll be honest. I want an we'll ultimate see. helmet. That's it. I don't need another jersey. I just think a white helmet would be dope. White helmets I've seen, like, they've been pretty dope. <laughs> but same jersey, just give a different helmet. That's my piece on it. I like the original, man. I just this crazy today. I was looking at Chiefs highlights and I said, man, it's something about that red on that helmet, man. Not even talking about alternate jerseys, just the Chiefs emblem is just is perfect, man. I think it's perfect, just like that on that red. I I, I will. Uh, I'm in the white. I'm in the white helmet. I'm team white helmet. I want to see that because I think it would make the arrowhead pop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. All white helmet with the red. Yeah. With the red. Yeah. 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 I would love to see that. Clean. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. Don't we don't need no gray jersey. We don't need no black jersey. I'm with the jersey. But could if you see an alternate jersey? I'm cool with that. If we did a black jersey, I'd be cool with that. A black jersey. Just a, just for like a Monday rush. Don't they have like rush on the Monday? Color rush. Color rush, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd be cool with a black jersey. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Oh no. Speaking of New Jersey's, <laughs> Carlos Dunlap, uh, who <laughs> will be here Wednesday. Uh, uh, I think the reason is uh, he had death in the family. Uh, oh, uh, pray for him. Uh, uh, I think it was his dad. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was his dad. Yeah, I think his dad yeah, passed. I didn't. Yeah, uh, Josina Anderson was talking about it. She uh, kind of. Uh, Gave the details on that was like his father's funeral, like 
I think they already had the funeral, the funeral, so they doing the, you know, afterwards where you got to split everything and all that stuff. So they they handling that right now. So he'll come in on Wednesday. Damn. Um, we like we said, we had the platinum package, we had the gold package, we had the silver and the bronze package. We went and got the gold package, which is if you, you want these to go above and beyond. And also, clearly, it points to we had an issue with the D-line. We needed a gold package. We didn't need no guy just to come in and we'll be cool. So they went high with it. And uh, Dunlap is, is consistent. Um, he, he was putting up numbers. It's kind of like Melvin Ingram, but I'm expecting a little more out of Dunlap than I was expecting out of Melvin Ingram. And I that, somebody he, say Okafor. Remember when we got Okafor and he uh, he was pretty good and Agba. Yeah, I think he, I think Dunlap is better than every free agent pass rusher we picked up. Better. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. I mean, recently, yeah. yeah. Like, if, uh, if, if Dunlap brings in ASAC like he did last year, it's a genius move. Genius. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I mean. And I think it just goes to show, like, you don't know really what's going on. Like, we were all looking left, and they were looking right. Like, Dunlap came in, he was visiting, and then the next day we signed in. It was all very quick, and obviously something they had been working on for a while. But just don't lose faith in Beach. That was, like, such a, like, oh, okay, we're still in the game here. They're still worried about the defense, and they're making moves. We just didn't see them right away. And I feel much more comfortable now that we have and that, that addition. Yeah, and like um, Robert the Bruce, I see his comment. Um, hold on, hold on, Chuck. Chuck, oh, Chuck, can, you please, Chuck can you please be honest? Did we not bring this dude up? Did we not yeah. say this when I just seen you yesterday? Yeah, we did. Did we not say that? We did. Yeah, we yeah. did. Sports man. Voice, man, you was one of my favorite followers on here, man. Please, I cannot. I want you on here, Bengals Week. Please. Yeah. Please he will be. be. He'll be on here, bro. Don't worry about it. Just for you, man. Be but on the podcast, man, too. Please. But skip the Bengals, though, man. I want to get back yeah. to Robert the Bruce's comment, dog. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Robert the Bruce, he said that uh, Carlos Dunlap got all his sacks in the last part of the season. So, yeah, he did finish strong last season. And that's a guy that you want. You want a guy that's, that's going to be reliable in the second half of the season, like heading to the playoffs. Um, I know Carlos Dunlap is one of two players in the NFL history who has gotten uh, six six or more sacks in the last ten seasons, up to date. So you talk about consistency with him as far right. as uh, rushing the passer. Um, what I what I saw from him, like the little film I saw of him when he was with Seattle and during his little time with Cincinnati, uh, he has very long arms. He does a good job of uh, pushing back using this length to push back tackles, you know what I mean, to, um, you know, get make his bull rush effective. And I think that's where he's most effective at is uh, using his bull rush to uh, get to the quarterback. Um, he's He was very – I thought he was good on the edge. I thought he was good setting the edge, like, against the run, too. So, he's not that bad against the run. The only issue with Carlos Dunlap throughout his career is that he has questionable motor at times. Like, he doesn't go hard like – I ain't gonna say 100% of the time because realistically, like, it's kind of tough to go 100% of the time on a football field. But there was like certain plays, you know, where you take off and stuff. But 
the good thing with this acquisition is we're not depending on him to play like a full amount of snaps. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he'll always be fresh, you know, whether he'll rotate in for Franks or he'll rotate in for GK3 because he can line up either side of the field and make an impact. So I like the acquisition, definitely. On fourth down, do y'all – I mean, not fourth down. On third downs, are we going Dunlap, GK3, Chris Jones, and Clark? We can see that. We can see him bring out the NASCAR package. Who we moving inside? What's that? Who we moving inside? Is George working on inside, too, a little bit? Um, I'm – I don't know if I've seen it. I can't remember if I've seen that or not. I think Frank said something about whether he's inside or outside. He said something to like that. But that's why I think we still need another guy on the inside to be along with Chris Jones. That was, yeah. That's where that other piece would be. That's where that other piece Right there. Yeah. Because you could, bro, can you imagine like a, a Frank, Chris, uh, so done like what? Oh, that's, scary. that's scary. That's scary. Sue's gonna open it up and do that thing. Yeah. And uh and we're done with signing, bro. Like he's in a rotation. So you ain't gotta kill him. You ain't gotta do 50 snaps a game. You know what I'm saying? He give you a good 33. He ain't even worried about his motor. Because of course he wanna get back in there because he only get 30. You know what I'm saying? It's a, a rotation. So we still got Dana. We still got Warden. Like, man, make sure everybody in there, everybody's fresh, bro. Like, all four quarters, everybody would be fresh. So he helps that out. Now, to be fair, we was in preseason last year. Me, you, uh, this before Kylie even got to the show, me, you, and Boogie was like, yo, the D-line is the strength. And then we got to the season, and the D-line wasn't – but I think a lot of that was like them trying Chris on the outside. That I don't think is going to happen from the beginning. Like yeah, we're going to see him inside. What's up, dude? We thought uh, Reed was going to actually be like Seattle Reed. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. On, on paper, on paper, the D line looked amazing, and in preseason game, they man, they they squat. Who was it? Arizona? Yeah. They made Arizona look bad all game when the starters was in. They made Arizona look bad. And then we got to the season, and it just – it didn't work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this 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 version looks even better, in my opinion. I think it looks even better on paper. So we'll see if it translates to the season. But, I mean, I'm hopeful it does. But they look even better on paper than they did last year. The last year was incredible. That's our strongest position right now, right? Pass rush, like on the D line. Um, I think I like our linebacker core a little more than the D. Yeah, I think the linebacker. Sure. Yeah. That is crazy. That is crazy right now in the uh, linebacker core, um, because you know you got Gay, you got Leo in the mix now. Uh, Nick Bolden taking over the green down the middle. So I mean, I'm kind of liking that more so. Oh, right hey. And and let's not forget, I've been hearing a lot about Elijah Lee lately too. Yep. And, um, a little buzz about him. Yep, I'll so, be missing him. Yep. Yeah, so that linebacker, that linebacker crew is nice. God damn it. Yeah, me and country have the same issues. 
with this sitting sideways stuff. I got to look into this stuff after the show. But but anyway, you know, as we move forward, um, you know, country, I hope we'll get back on. But, like, I was going to say is that I got a question for y'all about the rest of the defensive line rotation as far as, like, the depth is concerned. Like, have we heard – have you guys heard anything about Malik Herring? Like, does he have a shot at making a team or – or is he basically cooked at this point? Uh, I haven't heard anything on him. It's actually like you bring up a really great question. Uh, I haven't heard much on him, so I don't know. I don't know. He may not make the team. What do you got, bud? It's still. I seen him out there uh, yesterday, but it's still early. I think we picked up another uh, defensive tackle this uh, offseason. What's his name? Yeah. Um. Damn, I can't remember. Sheffield, right? Isn't it Sheffield? Shef- the dude from the coast, right? Yeah. 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 What's I know the name? On the coast, but. Damn. So we really don't have that second pass rusher for third downs, and all we really got is a 90 down there. He good against the run, but I think he pretty average. So. Stallworth. Yeah. Stallworth. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Robert. So I think we pretty average right there at D tackle. So. I mean, this should be up for grabs. No, it's nobody that's just caught our our uh, guard. What about Colin Saunders too? Yeah, this is Colin true. Saunders. If Colin Saunders gonna do something, it gotta be this year. Or the project is over. He might he's a cool dude, man. man. He's cool to follow on Twitter. He's funny. He's athletic. But you gotta do something. You gotta start doing that or something. Like you've been hurt. And and a little injury concern lately, so we'll see. And yes, he is finally healthy. If he's gonna do something, it gotta be this year. I agree with that. And uh, Yo, his first game it. was against the Packers, and he sacked Aaron Rodgers. He ran Aaron Rodgers down and sacked him. So oh, there's man. some potential there. We just ain't never seen it. You gotta be consistent, stay healthy, bro. Yep, for sure. And uh, Mike Dana, I know it's been kind of quiet for him in camp so far, mm-hmm. but I know last year he came in as like a rotational piece, and um, he was decent. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't bad as far as like rushing the passer, um, but we'll see how things shake out as far as defensive line depth. But Kando also, yeah, somebody yeah, might Kando not make too. the team, man. That we just named. Yeah, Kando's been quiet too. Like I haven't really heard much about him either. So we'll see if things change when they put mm-hmm. the pads on. So maybe maybe we'll get something then when they put on the pads. So and then um as everyone knows, you know, we still on Orlando Brown watch. Um I do I did see that Andy Reid experimented with that tackle position when we was out there on Saturday. Like Roger Johnson, he was the left tackle to begin the week of camp, and then on Saturday they switched some things up. Like uh they had somebody else in their left tackle. It was Wiley, I think. Yeah, yep. it was Wiley. And then uh, on the second team, they switched Kennard from right tackle to left tackle with the second team. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, Kennard is a big dude. That's a giant, man. So, I mean, I hope he pans out. But I know it's going to take him a minute to uh, get his feet wet and everything and get acclimated with the NFL game and stuff. So, yeah. maybe a little I saw, something, I saw something today, and it was like uh, Brett Beach is still hoping for a long-term deal with Orlando Brown. Which tells me, I don't know. I think the mixing up of different people, trying to be people at left tackle is just that. 
putting someone there, and they think he's going to be here next week or so. He can't we'll sign be... now, though, can he? No. Or he can sign the franchise well, tag. Well, he never, he never right. signed the franchise tag, though. So he can sign a deal, I think. That would be dope. If he's pulled that off. He can't that sign full term until the season over now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is like a period where um, if the player doesn't sign like right before the season starts, that their the contract negotiations will have to wait till like another time. There is that. Mm-hmm. So you're right on that, Baruch. But if he didn't sign, can you tear up the franchise tag if he never signed it? But I was about I was about to ask. Like, I think I was wondering if it was like a little different with the franchise tag situation, though. It's it's past the deadline, right? Yeah, it's past the yeah. deadline. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, he's, put, he's playing on the tag regardless. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That franchise tag, like, nothing changes with that. Like, what you get is what you get for the season. Whenever you sign it. So yeah, it's just a matter of time. It comes. Right. Yeah. Right now, Our first game is August 12th, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's when you start August 15th. I'll, I'll put August 15th. That's when you start looking for Orlando Brown after that first game. Yeah. And, and like, real and real quick, um, while we are talking about the offensive line, um, I am, I'm subscribed to Brandon Thorne's Substack on Trench Warfare. It's a really good uh, – it's a really good blog he's got going on. And he does, like, the offensive line rankings every year. And, basically, we got the best interior in all the football. And he got Orlando Brown ranked, like, I think he ranked him seventh as far as left tackle. And then as far as our interior, yeah, Joe Tooney is the third best, Cree Humphrey is third best, and Trey Smith is fifth best. So we, we, we're we going to the season, you know, when Orlando does get here as one of the best offensive lines in the league. We just got to figure out what the situation is at right tackle, you know. But I'm liking where we're at as far as the trenches go. Long as they stay healthy. I want to see how they run. I want to see how they block for Clyde and Ronald. For real. Yeah. Like, I want to see what they do with that. Uh, we did get the video of Kennard uh, on that screen with uh, was that uh, was that Sky on the screen? I, I, I thought it was uh, wasn't it, didn't they run that screen with Pacheco? I saw Pacheco was running. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think it was was out there. So we seen Kennard. That's a big guy. (laughs) That's a big guy. And he was ahead of it all, bro. And he was moving. So we'll see how I look for pads on. You know, all of this is no pads. So everything could change when pad comes up. You know, some people are strong and short are not strong in pads. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you. I'm going to ask you about Pacheco real quick. Do you see Pacheco as far as, like, the future plans? Could he be much more than maybe a return specialist? Because I think at the end of the day, he'll win one of those jobs as a return specialist. I mean, and he may get in there on the offense, too, here and there. But do you see him in the future plans as the years go by, as being more involved with the offense and everything? Because he looks like a home run hitter with his speed and everything. Yeah, you know, running backs got a short shelf life, so mm-hmm. if everybody wants them to get rid of Clyde, you need somebody else, so use them. <laughs> use them. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little early to say if I'm going to see him in 
future seasons to come and how he's going to play there. But he got a lot of snaps when we were there on Saturday, and I liked what I saw out of him. Um, outside of a punt returner special teams player, I think he could easily go in there and be in a uh, running back by committee sort of thing. I mean, because who else? You have Gore, and you have Clyde, and McKinnon, and Jones. And I don't know. So y'all couldn't go? I, I it's kind of so. rough for Gore right now. Gore's, yeah. I like Gore, too. But it's it's kind of hard to track that safe right now. So, it's tough. I think you got Jones, Clyde, and uh, McKinnon. Those three automatically, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it then. Right. Not going to carry four running backs. Well, no, but do you pull Pancheco to the practice squad? That's risky, too. I think Pacheco's on the squad as the uh, return man. I think he makes the team as mm-hmm. a return man. Kickoff returns. Keep four if McKinnon back. get hurt, he might, he might push him. keep four running backs. They got to run the ball more to keep four running backs. That that is that is an issue, right there. Boy, Rosa, <laughs> his pass blocking is to be desired. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, D-Man, G- well, no. yeah. Rojo, yeah. Rojo, Rojo's just gonna be in there just to run the ball. He ain't gonna be in there on passing downs. Uh, when it, when the Chiefs are in the pass situation, he's definitely he definitely gonna be in the game. It'll be Clyde, or it may it might be Pacheco. Or uh, McKinnon. Or Jeremy McKinnon can block. Yeah. So he's yeah. also hurt a lot, though. He gets hurt a lot. All of them are hurt a lot. Yeah. That's that. Look. Yep. Yeah. Like what said, he's playing devil's advocate. advocate. <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate. All of them get hurt. <laughs> we want Clyde to be a thousand yard running back, but if not, I mean, we need everybody to give us a couple hundred. Yeah, facts. But yo, I want to talk about I want to talk about what Patrick Mahomes been working on during this camp. This behind the back pass he's trying to pull off with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna happen. Listen, don't the internet is gonna break if we pull that off. If we pull it off in the game during the season, the internet is gonna be the internet's gonna break. So like, do you guys really think that? It's a possibility we could see this in a game at some point during the year, or is he just? Clapping? It's gonna happen, bro. It's gonna happen. Yes. <laughs> and and, and no. but to be fair, Kelsey fumbled his. Clyde did. Hey, here's the thing. I don't want to see anything fancy behind the back. I just want to see them get yards and score. Okay, and I guess we got a whole new wide receiver court. Like, let's just. Take it slow. I like Candy Reed. You like you, Candy Reed? Yeah. I like uh, you No, you don't. Stress <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I'm about to say, you capping. You're capping, <laughs> like, Kylie, I'm going to set the same. We have 21 10 uh, primetime game. They first and five. they going to. And pass is going to take off running. He's going to flip that mug behind the back and climb. I can see it. I can see it happening. 
Because what happens? No. It's going to uh, happen. <laughs> uh, here's my thing. is I feel like they get cute at the wrong times, and then it bites us. They do. So I don't want to see that. Okay? I'll call Andy and let him know. Like, this isn't the time. Don't get cute. I'll reel him <laughs> in. I'll tell you what. If we if that same scenario, we up 21-10, it's a fumble, and now we down. Now it's 21-17, you'll never see it again. <laughs> but that, I don't want that to be the reason why we don't see it again. I need it's him to happen. know. I think this is a year, man. He was Here's the thing. last year, too, remember? No. Yeah, he was pricing behind back passes last year. But look, but look, we didn't think the underhand shuffle pass was going to be a thing. And Do you know what I'm doing when that happens? Time. Do you know what happens to me when I see them run that play? I am pulling my hair out. I'm nervous as shit because I'm always like, if they fumble or he gets picked off right here, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I'm going to lose it. Who right there in the red zone. We never done it, but somebody did try to do it. Was that Indianapolis trying to do it and he fumbled? And... Was that Carson Wentz trying to do it? Uh, I don't know. It was a quarterback that tried to do it. No telling what Carson Wentz said. Here's the thing. If they do it successfully – I will stand this dude. If they do it successfully, I will make a formal apology that I ask that they don't ever do it. I will make come on here and say that I was wrong, which I do not like to do. Okay, but please don't make me stress out and pull my hair out during. Stop it, D man. D man, it's coming, bro. It's not necessary. He agrees with me. It's coming. It's coming. Time out, We're not the Globetrotters. Like, I just need them to score points. <laughs> yeah, time out, though. Time out, though. Y'all remember a few years ago when uh, we was beating Denver's ass on Sunday Night Football, and they, they and they ran Poe heavy with Don Terry Poe? Hungry Pig right. Or Hungry Pig right, yeah. So, if we're, up big, happened, if we're up big in the game this season, I think that's when they're going to break it out. I guess the division fo- uh, foe. Come on. Nah. Uh, Pat gonna do it. Pat gonna do it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a primetime game. I'm telling you, it's gonna be a moment. Raiders, please. As sure as you are, I will start working on my apology right now. Then. Do we play Baltimore this year? No. Uh, Oh, okay. I can see it against Baltimore. We don't talk about who. Come on, man. No, we don't talk. The the only only guy that shall not be named on this show is a Dawson. <laughs> no, it's two people uh blocked from the show, man. That's right. That's right. We can't say it. But yeah. Yo, Skip Bayless is gonna go nuts when Pat do this, bro. I swear to God. He's gonna, he's gonna be gonna hating. He's gonna be hating like a mug. I already know he's gonna, he's gonna, gonna be hating anyway. like a mug. He's hey, they, might do, they might do it versus Arizona. That is that is that nah, is the you know Kyler Murray do stuff that Mahomes can't do, so. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Study. But that Charger game, that is the debut of uh, the Amazon Prime um, stuff for Thursday Night Football. So, hey, they, they, it might be the game. It might. I don't give a rip if it's the debut of anything. I really don't want to see it. Get a lift for the first Amazon game. <laughs> yeah, just for, just for Amazon. This one's for you guys. <laughs> Man, it's gonna happen. You're gonna see me crawl out of my home. skin. 
It's fine. He don't do it, man. I just I can't. If he does it in the preseason, no, no, don't do it in the preseason, man. Mm-hmm. The worst thing to have, if it works, it's gonna be a thing. I'm telling you. Until it, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, Kylie's not. Kylie's not for this. We have to buy Kylie a wig for the season so she can pull that instead of pulling her real hair. <laughs> Don't yeah. mess the curls up. <laughs> yeah, it, normally when there's a game on, it's like this or something. It's <laughs> it's, it's not put together. <laughs> So what else happened, man? Uh, we met some nice people out at the camp, man. It was a lot of, a lot of people out there. If y'all see us at camp or y'all see us out, say what's up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got recognized on the way out of camp, man. Like people still remember that that memory. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's Boogie, the it's dude the on the cart, the dude on the cart. He got two people on the cart. He's speeding by. He said, yo, what's up, bad luck, Chuck? <laughs> the people on the car was looking at him like, who is this dude? They knew who you were, too, though. Because they were like, oh, okay. I seem to acknowledge who you were when he said it. But it was just like, bro, like, you stopped the whole car just to say what's up to Chuck. It was, it was funny, bro. Chuck is, like so, you know, Chuck. Chuck is so humble. He think people don't remember. Which is good like ridiculous. Yeah. Good luck to him now. Yeah. Shout out to Jeff Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that, Um, I mean, you know, shout out to those who still keep that memory in mind. You know, they, they give me the recognition or whatever. Like, no matter – where I'm at in public, you know, every once in a while, somebody just say what's up, whatever, you know, just talk about it or whatever. So <laughs> it, it's it's still a great feeling. <laughs> that moment is still crazy to this day, man. Think about that. That was it's a moment, bro. It's amazing. I love that story. I made him. I made him tell um, all the people at lunch the story. <laughs> I was like, "Tell us how it happened. Tell him. Tell him." <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> it was funny. I remember putting that uh that Nino Brown when he was about to kill G Money. I remember tweeting Chuck, bro, if we lose this game. <laughs> I love you to death, dog, but if we lose this game, and you win anyway. Mm. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that was I man, that's it. hey bro, that's a moment, bro. You can't not talk about the Super Bowl win without discussing that moment, bro. It's nobody's ever gonna forget that, bro. We don't, we don't even forget. <laughs> nah, bro. Nobody's ever gonna forget that, bro. For real. Yeah. Right about that, man. He was on ESPN, man. Bro, you made it to ESPN, bro, too. Bro, like, for real. Yeah. Chuck's just—he's just such a humble guy. Just, I know. Just, just a salt of the earth guy. Let's <laughs> hear for Chuck. Chuck, oh, yeah. guy. Captain of the ship. Yeah, for sure. So, like, um, is there anything else? Anything else we need to cover before we get up out of here? We anybody going to? They somebody said, is anybody going to a preseason game? Uh, I will maybe. be working there. Maybe. 
I might go to one. I'm going to be working the preseason games if I don't quit. Because yesterday I almost quit. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to find out what parking lot I'm going to be in and I will tweet it out. I'm in parking lot such and such. <laughs> yeah. I heard that George Strait concert was hell for you yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, Robert. Robert, you did so good today. We were going to answer your question. Josh Allen serving his D-line at the practice. Yeah, let's Josh go across the league, man. Why not? Let's go across the league. Why not? Why not talk about that? Um, Josh Allen has to relax. That wasn't that bad, bro. You question and shut up. Bro. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Like, I, I, I was talking with a Bill fan earlier today. Shout out to my guy, Zach. Zach Wilford. Shout out to him. Um, I was talking with him today, and I was saying, he was talking about the incident, and I was like, look, this ain't the first time a quarterback done got into it with some defensive players. Like, five years ago, Cam Newton and Josh Norman went at it, and Cam Newton was smiling the entire time while roughing up Josh Norman. Like, it just happens, man. Like, I know you don't want to see it with your quarterback, but at the same time, you know, Josh Allen, he's, he's a big boy. He can, he can handle it, like. This is nothing. This is part of the whole deal with training camp. You know, you got to let your frustrations out at some point. You know, at some point, you're going to squabble it, squabble with your teammate. That's just what it is. I think Josh Allen is just that, that type of quarterback to just play with that edge. Man, shut, stop, man. <laughs> Josh this Allen dude is capping, dog. This dude be capping, man. No, oh my God. Hey, don't I can't wait for hey, Doomsday, man. Hold up, Boogie. Mm. Joe Burrow's black. Don't forget that. Joe Burrow is black. Okay. <laughs> um. No, I mean, it happens. I think it's great that he plays with an edge. But I also really enjoy seeing Josh Allen frustrated. Call me crazy. I'm good with it. A little, a little tension with the team. I'm fine with that. With the Bills. And the Bengals, if you guys ever have tension, since he's on here. Man, I am a doomsday, baby. No, we're not talking about those sorry-ass <laughs> rings. What's your Super Bowl ring look like? Do you get – oh. 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 They got one? Weird. No, they don't have one. That's the crazy thing. Ooh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Regular season chance, baby. Regular right. season champs, and it tingles. They love some consolation <laughs> prizes. They love hey, some consolation prizes. Who, was that the coach that had that poster? What was that? That banner that the coach had? Um, hold on. I can't remember what it was, but they they, they put do up have the best alternate jerseys though. Give they it up for the jerseys. They got oh, the, the best white bangle. Yeah, white the white yeah. bangle. Yeah, it's fire. It's fire. Are those, are those distinct? Oh. Go ahead. No. But, uh, <laughs> I got nothing but smart-ass comments, so I'm just going to stay here. I can't wait for Doomsday, baby. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, all I'll say, I hope y'all better win. This this thing, hey, this is going to be for y'all third Super Bowl ring, man. Third. Let's see if y'all can three-peat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the AFC so, North is crazy. Hey, uh, I want to talk about the AFC North fans real quick, man. Who? They've been going crazy on Twitter throughout the entire offseason, man. Like, 
They yeah, yeah, like yeah. Bengals fans, Ravens fans. Like those are the main two, really. Them two are a trip as far as fan bases. Steelers fans been in there. Uh, Browns been like the Browns fans been like the most chill out of everybody in that division. But every day I see new fans create a space and they just be going crazy, dog. Like Chuck, I feel like you're a big part of that. I mean, oh. not, not really. I don't feel like if we being honest. Huh? <laughs> I just talk about one player in that division. That's it. That was my favorite comment of the day. Because <laughs> listen, I feel like he, I feel like he's been, I feel like he the most disrespected. I mean, y'all feel like my homes is my home does get a lot of disrespect, but not like him. That's all I'm gonna say on that. It's been we gotta a lot move of on. We gotta move on. Yeah, hold on. Diva about to get no. started. Is, did that just happen just now, Robert? There's a massive deal for Debo. Uh, they need a quarterback, though. You don't, you know, you're not feeling Trey Lance. Ah, uh, nah. I'll see. We'll see. Oh my God. He got a three-year deal. Three years. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out real quick. Yeah. But I think Trey, I think Trey Lance will be the best quarterback in that draft class. Ooh, that's a number. Uh, so three and a half mil. Yeah. How much did Debo? Uh, not Debo. DK did. Yep, it just came up on my timeline. Yep, I see it now. So yep, Debo's locked in. For a few more years in San Fran, so shout out to Debo, man. Everybody keeping their receivers. Hey, at least the weather is good in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I ain't winning that in the next three years. Um, <laughs> but my thing is this though: with Kyle, is Smith, he wearing he, he wearing the ring? Yeah, everybody can get one. Oh, you can buy it at the store. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Right. It was a participation trophy. Oh, okay. I got you. Okay, so like the to the full details, like Devo got fifty eight point one million guaranteed out of this deal. For so what I just saw. So yeah. Not, That's not good. That good, for him. good for him. Good for him. Yo, I'm going back up to training camp one of these days. Um I'll drop some notes, let you know. I got to take my son, man. I think we got to. Yeah, I'm going to try to make it out there one more time, too. And I, I want to go after a game. And when I, I want to see some pads, too. So, that'll be fun. It's always the practice is different. When the pads come on, I'll be back out there. Yeah. So, let you know, man. Yo, thanks for supporting the, the podcast. Uh, we appreciate the fans. We appreciate everybody. Even you, sport boys. Um, like, subscribe, uh, comment, follow us on social media. Uh, Kylie, take us out. But real quick, before you do take us out, Kylie, um, a, few, a few announcements here. Uh, we will be doing that fantasy football league again soon. Um, I know we're going to draft like in August, late August. Uh, we just we just confirming the final date on that, and we'll announce that to everybody. And then um, I'm I'm personally gonna run a DraftKings league, so 
I'll send an announcement on that too if anybody's interested in doing that weekly. So, but oh, other okay. than that, I go ahead and check it out. Guys, it was so great chatting with everyone today. I loved it. It was great meeting you guys. Had an awesome weekend. Um, ready for the season. Got the Hall of Fame game coming up this week, so we'll officially have Dang football it. back in our lives. How exciting. Um, like Country said, like, subscribe. Uh, follow us on all platforms. Uh, follow along Red on um, Tuesdays for Tuesday Table Talk. We'll have more questions coming up on that. And, uh, yeah, thanks for all your support. Bye. We out of here, y'all. Go to December 4th.